And even him as well, like, let's not skate over that either. That album, Born to Do It, is one mm. of the best albums to come out of this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That album yeah, is true. Yeah. No, because we've had this conversation before, and let, let's say it properly, not really through Bo Selector. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Because you see, like, they've had to come out and apologise for little things yeah, about yeah, the black. Yeah. The blackface, yeah. Yeah, but in reality, they destroyed his career, though. Yeah, like, of course. If that, if that show never came out, I don't know if people are going to, you know, some people say, oh, it was just banter and things like nah, that. No, 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 it wasn't, though. It was just, it was destruction of Craig David. He destroyed it, he destroyed him as a, not even just as a, as an artist, it just destroyed him as a person. Yeah, yeah, because the thing, it's not going to destroy Michael Jackson, because he's a, he's a mega star, like, he's, mm. he's loved all over the the world, isn't it? But, like, mm. that David, Craig David's here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't, he wasn't big enough to take that ridicule. No. No, not um, at all, man. I think this is the problem as well. This is why I think with um, Keith Lemon, or whatever his real name is, that's why I never really liked him because... I've never watched him. I hate him. I, I'll be honest, got, I don't like him. He got famous by destroying the next man's character. Mm. I, True. I just don't really like that. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. other people you look at, yeah, like when Dave Chappelle was doing a Rick James thing, Rick James is in the show, in it? Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's co-signing it. He's co-signing it, and he's just, mm. he's you know he's saying, oh yeah, that's a true story, and I remember yeah, that yeah. was it with Charlie Murphy. <laughs> like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's legit. Whereas you're just taking the full-on piss out of a man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. How many the seasons it was? I, I just never really rated that. Didn't nah, really like. Nah. It was but, bullying. Just bullying. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't get away with doing that now. No, at all. No, do you know what I mean? Like, and I think I think what was sick though with the Craig David thing was that he came back, reinvented himself, came back because he was a DJ at first, didn't it? Remember when he came back as a DJ? And then he came back and started doing that. Because the latest, I don't know if it's the latest album actually, but the the one that he kind of came back with, and it's got Big Nasty on that album. It's a good album. Good album. Very good album. Good album. Very, very, very good album. album. But Born to Do It is one of the best. Oh, it's classic, classic, classic. It's an old album, mm. and I think that's the, that's that's with me. Like I just love all music, man. I yeah, can't yeah. sit there and do one genre of music all day. Or do you know what I had? I had a mad like period where I remember I loved um, Limp Biscuit. I loved them. Oh yeah, I loved them. Limp Biscuit. I, I like some, some of their songs because they was like. One of their songs, The Undertaker had as his... Wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why I got into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what got me into them. And then there's a remix. That song's got a remix with, um, I think it's Method Man, DMX. Yeah. The remix to Roland has got DMX, Method Man and someone else on there. I can't remember. But it's cold. And that's what got me into Limp Biscuit. Yeah, there's another tune, actually. It's not Limp Biscuit, but they done someone done a cover of uh, Michael Jackson. Are you okay? You're oh, you're on about um, Animal Ant Farm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, Animal Ant yeah, Farm. Animal Ant Farm yeah, I like that yeah, tune yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, all types of music, man. Even I think 
I think they're like from here, the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I yeah, like some of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, different types, man. Slow yeah, jam. I think of that course. era. See that <laughs> that era was like unrivaled. I don't think I think with all mm-hmm. the other genres of music, they're all gonna stand the test of time, but they've kind of been reinvented into different like, things. They've gone on to different genres where I think yeah, yeah. even this all these new people now that do like R and B and all that, yeah. Mm. I don't think it's ever gonna match that era ever again. Nah, not at all. Like and you not, see, like not just, not just slow jams, but even like new. What would you call it? Like new jack swing, then soul music as yeah, well. Yeah, like listen. I don't think we're ever gonna get anything like that again. Never again. Even even to the point where you could put that in a lot of categories, like the music that was made nineties, early two thousands. You're never gonna, we're never gonna see any artists do that kind of level of things because the turnaround's too quick with artists now. So artists only need like a, you could have a one song that blows up, and we could never hear from you again. And you're comfortable with that money, and you go, and then we just never see you again. Whereas back then, yeah. it was always about the art. It was, it wasn't about the money for the artists as such. It was more they wanted to just be the best at what they could be at that time. Yeah, and I think the other thing as well was. I think music just lasted a lot longer back then. Mm-hmm. So like, even if you did make a one single back then, you was going on tour with that single. Um, you had a real campaign, done a lot of like promo for it. Mm-hmm. Everything just lasted a lot longer back then. Like, mm-hmm. I remember like the old school format was probably like, you release an album or you release three singles, then release the album. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much that campaign's lasting a whole year to 18 months, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. Now it's like you're releasing an album and then like you're releasing new singles that are not from that album in the same year. Yeah, yeah. And it's like because, because of this streaming era, music's just become so like... It's just accessible more. It's so accessible. So, like, it's so accessible that people, that so much comes out now that it's so like mm. hard. And obviously it's a, good, it's a good thing and a bad thing because there's more independent... Mm. Um, artists now you get way more music coming out and mm. at way more consistency so you, sometimes as well you don't really take in a body of work the way you should no of like, course not it's very rare now that you're listening to the same album for months it has to be obviously it has to be as good as you enjoyed them back then but I just, I just feel like it's a lot harder to do now because there's so much yeah. music yeah I agree I think I think back then there was only certain artists dropping music and the build-up to it was so big that you wanted to, you couldn't wait to listen to it. Whereas now, sometimes music comes out, you'll add it to your Spotify or iTunes and you'll listen to it later or you'll listen to it straight away. Back then, you physically had to walk out your house, go to the shop, pick up the CD or whatever, the tape, walk back and you had to listen to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you paid for it there and then. 100%. I think that's why I think it meant more as well because the whole process you went through to go and do it, isn't it? Like... Mm. I think what album? Um, I think I bought, I bought the Blueprint Free like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What physical? Um, yeah, bought that physical. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why you you, you appreciate them them albums a lot more f- because you've done that, innit? Mm. Um, I bought, I bought Kano. One Forty Gram Street. I bought that physical. I was gonna say yeah, that was yeah. Mm. That's an that's an episode in itself. 
Yeah, yeah, that is. We can do a Kano one separately, but like, mm. there's a few more. I think, I think with the, the UK physical ones for me, they there's a lot of like they hold a lot more weight and emotion for me because mm. it, they weren't easy to go and buy. Like, no, no, at all. it was hard. It was hard to go and buy them ones because. Mm. You could go and get a JC album in every HMV in Spain, yeah, 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 yeah. but you couldn't. Them like them, them type of bodies of work weren't in Sainsbury's or they weren't yeah, in HMV. Yeah. It's true, man. What was the other shop actually? HMV. What was another one that used to sell? They used to be. They used to be Virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I just had it in my head. Woolworths used to sell. Um. But to go and get like the UK stuff, even once it, because obviously I didn't have, like, I never bought records, records, but mm. to buy CDs and like when they started making them and all mm. that, you had to go to the UK record shops to get them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were always like, hung up on the walls as well. Like you'd always go in yeah, and yeah. get on the walls. But yeah, and I know what you mean. It was even, it was, it was hard even in, in England, mm. in, in London, to get bodies of work that were from London artists because they would press them or whatever they do, produce them, but they would only put them in their area. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was an Eastman, he'd put them in the East record shops or a mm. North London record shop, but maybe not come South and put them in a South record shop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. the record shops that we had, like I remember, I think the closest one for me that had all the stuff was, I think there was one called Swag Records mm. and it was in Croydon. You just have to jump on the, 264 bus to go there mm. and to go and get the CDs, isn't it? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We had, we had them in Birmingham as well. Like, I mean, we had Summit Records and um, yeah, Hard to Find. Yeah, yeah Tempest. Was, it was annoying because if I wanted something from the East, man, like Wiley was, act, was as we know, Wiley's active, so his stuff mm. was everywhere. His stuff was yeah. in every record. So his stuff weren't hard to find, but um, like, some, I, I remember, I remember, Going rhythm division. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In E three, going there to get stuff, and um, being a bit scared of me. Why should be out there? No, it was, it was that was the best part of that era as well. And mm. even do you know what's sick as well? What was happening back then? Because obviously you laugh at it now when the guys still do it, but Mandem was selling CDs. Oh, uh, yeah, no, of course. And that was the best way to do it as well. That's how I found out a lot about music as well. And mm. I'm sorry, I think we had this discussion before, yeah? That's how I first got my first um, Roadside G CD. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you and saying I, I, yeah. I played this to you before with them, yeah? I feel like, <clears throat> see, back then as well, there was a lot of men, like, that were very territorial, innit? So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You were from that area, you only listen to them, man. Do you get mm. what I mean? Yeah, I listen yeah, to yeah. everyone, but there were certain men that, like, oh, because remember, well, you know this anyway, there's a lot of men that didn't really listen to grime, innit? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. They just wanted some sing along stuff and they thought it was the idiot thing, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it didn't really sound like them, they couldn't relate to it. There's a lot of men, like, even from this country. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Grime, innit? But, um, yeah, I think for me, I, just, I always loved Grime, but I remember definitely hearing them. When I heard Roadside, I think you had a little bit of Titch um, and a little bit of Gets, I think, at the time that might have been a bit gangster mm. in 
Graham, but apart from them two, Rota G's were the only ones I know that were really gangster. And I think yeah. it was different as well. Because I was from South and they were from Brixton as well, yeah. I think you, it's the same thing. It's a word of mouth thing. You actually hear about things that are going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You mm. know that what they, <laughs> them men are <laughs> rapping about or spitting about. They're really out here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's not just because of that. Roadside were actually sick. Like, they were... Yeah, they were cold. RA, RA lyrically, it's a joke, mm. isn't it? And, like, factored in with how gangster it was, it was mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man. Um, and then I think the other... Yeah, so you get CDs like that and I used to hear things and then, obviously, the same way as well, like, hearing about radio stations doing it. And I think that's when mm. I started to listen to On Top. There's a, there's yeah, a On Top of him. On Top of him. And that was in South London, isn't it? So that would have been mm. a lot more than Southland on that station and Roadside were on that station, NAA on that station as well. That's yeah, a big yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Really you know what's mad as well? It's funny to even, like, kind of talking about this. He was funny then. So you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's got his own show now and things like that. He was funny on Pirate Radio. He was good. Yeah. Because obviously he can spit as well. He was a very good Yeah, of course. Singer. yeah, yeah. He was, like, you just hear him and you'd be telling a story of what's happened in his day and just fucking them, just laughing your head off, like, listening on the radio, like, this guy's a madman. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's just his character, how he is. Yeah, I, and the, the maddest thing with him, I don't even think he's trying to be funny. I think he's... Nah, that's funny. what I mean. I think it's just him. His, his persona is that. But yeah, I remember him, Elman. Oh, Elman was cold, man. He was cold. He was one of my favourite MCs back in the day. Yeah, he was so effortless with it, man. Yeah. But I remember, and I think that would have also been around the time, 2004, two, yeah, 2000, maybe late 2003, but definitely 2004 and 2005, that would have been Bluetooth as well and infrared. Ah, yeah, yeah. Remember them days? That was, lot, that was when a lot of people have like putting music on their phones, in it, and sending yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, That was also a way how I found out about a lot of men. Like, yeah, like when you're hearing about like I remember that's how I first heard about Roadside G's was mm. Bluetooth as well as CDs but a lot of their songs were going around on Bluetooth and um, that's that's the first time how I heard Crepton Conan yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that would have been around the same sort of time about 2004 yeah, yeah. 2005 because I think they I think Crepton Conan are a year younger than they're either my age or a year younger than me mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Back then, they were a part of a crew called Gypset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were just obviously making those tunes and then obviously sending them around on Bluetooth, innit? Yeah, that was a big moment as well, though. I think that that, yeah. that time was like, looking back on it now, that was the start of streaming in a, in a, in a way, a form of getting, getting over there. And I think... I think it was. I think it was a, just a, such a good time as well because I think it was an opportunity to, like you said, there was only certain times you could go. You could only hear certain artists if they put their music in South, or if you was from East, you could only hear in East, or if you was an outsider like me. You know, that was one way for me to start listening to music that wasn't just from Birmingham or just wasn't the commercial sort of stuff. So I think that was a good idea. That's when it changed for me as well because obviously, and I think I've also that didn't. One thing I didn't say about when we were talking about the tape packs and the raves, when I started to get a lot of the tape packs from the grime raves, mm. that wasn't even 
from me being in London. That was me from getting them off my cousins in Bristol. Yeah, they used to come down yeah. to London, but they used to get the tape packs in their record shops. Mm. And then come down to London for like half term and be playing them and thinking, raw. Mm. I can't even get this. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of them, go go, go, going back to grandkids though, they mentioned that, that, that a lot of the time they used to drive literally to the furthest part of England, up north, like Newcastle, wherever, Sheffield. They'd drop all the records off there, drive all the way back. And yeah, it's a sick book, but it tells you how, how much work they put in just to get the, the tape packs and the vinyls outside of London as well. And I think that was the only reason why, especially for like me or whoever else from outside London got to even hear those tape packs was because they were just like relentless with the work rate as well. Yeah, 100%. And I think it was also, it was the tape packs and the TDKs, isn't it? That era of like, someone getting a tape pack, someone else bootlegging off that tape pack. Recording it. Yeah. Recording it. And then that's how other people are hearing about it as well because mm. I remember like, my cousin giving me stuff. I remember him giving me recordings of MCs in Bristol. Yeah. And yeah, I'll be yeah. giving him, oh, if you roadside G's and giving him that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And yeah, just yeah. things like that as well and then that's how you're even hearing like oh there's there is MCs in Bristol or there is yeah, MCs yeah, yeah. in other places and that and I remember like um that's how I'm hearing a lot of tape packs that I found out about too. Mm. But yeah the no, Bluetooth, was... and back to the Bluetooth bit yeah like <laughs> it was mad because that was like I think the first the first phone I had that could do that was the N-Gage. Oh, yeah, it was cold. Because I never yeah, had the... You could, you could play, like, the thingy on that, the Sonic and that, innit? Yeah. Yeah, I had you that one. Play that. Nokia were trying to make, like... They're trying to rival, like, the Game Boy, but also be a phone. Yeah, yeah I remember they were, really, they, were, they were pushing the limits. And the, the other thing with the N-Gage, you could play the radio on there. Yes, you could. You could. And you, But the thing what people forget with the N-Gage... You could play the radio, but you could record it. I can't remember, but yeah, man, it sounds about right. That phone could record the radio. Yeah, that would have been so, cold as well. Well, come on, listen. Recording sets right to your phone, you know? Yeah, yeah, but you didn't have a lot of memory in it, so you couldn't do, like, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember back then it was like, what was it? Like, the memory cards are like 16 megabytes in it, or 32 yeah, yeah, megabytes. Something shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or like, if you had, if your parents had peas, Certain man yeah. maybe had a fucking, they had the the, the 128 megabyte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like the 256. But they were expensive, <laughs> innit? I didn't have that P in it. I had a 30 <laughs> I had to pick and choose what songs I wanted on my phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, shit. man. That's how, that's how, that's the first, that's how I first heard Krebs and Conan. Mm. There was another MC in that crew called Reds, yeah? Mm. Reds was called. And obviously, um, Cadet, um, Fred Deasy, I think. I can't remember his name. I think that was his name. Mm. But yeah, but the same thing with Roadside, with that crew Gypset, you knew what they were rapping about. They was really on all that stuff. They was, like, and they was really out here. Because that was that mm. era, innit? And doing all that stuff. And they were really out here, especially. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, but that's the that's the first sort of times I heard them, mm. and then like obviously if you move on slightly to 
not even really move on slightly, but then the, what also was coming out then was the DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the DVDs was the same sort of thing. It was like, that DVD was in that area, in it? So like, mm. it would have been like um, a practice I was... The practice I was only had like the North Man or the East Man on the East Man, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. That's the only way you're gonna hear them. Or there's odd art thinking South. We had, we had it was one. Across. I was gonna say there was a South version of um, practice house, though, innit? Yeah, it was called Streets Incarcerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they done a one and two. I don't remember if they done any more than that. And there was other ones called like South Students, and oh, there's a few more. I can't remember the names of them now. Mm. But um, that's the only way you heard. And then that's another way, like, you heard other people. Cause you yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were very gangster. Like, not gangster, but them, them DVDs are very hood because they was on people's estates and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. And Risky Roads, obviously, was another one. Mm. Um, and obviously, Lord of the Mics as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember all of them. Lord of the Mics was Lord of the Mics was big back then, especially the first yeah. one. Yeah, the Kano the Wiley... That was yeah. probably one of the best clashes, I think. I think that was my first introduction to Lord of the Mics as well. Yeah. Obviously, being the first one, but that first clash that I got to watch through all of them, I think it was only about three or four, maybe three. There's Tinchy's on that one, isn't it? I think with ears. I think, is that the second one? I can't remember. I think, I, I can't, I'm trying to think who's on the first one. Tinchy ears might be the second one. Okay, Gets okay. is on the first one. Gets is on the first one. I think Gets is on the first one. Yeah. Cash and Napper, innit? No, is that a Lord of the Mics or was that was that a Deja set? No, Gets, of, Gets versus Napa was definitely on one of the DVDs. I think it might have been Lord of the Mics. It might have been the first one then, but yeah, I remember, I remember we'll, watching that one. We'll research that one and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. do you know why? Do you know why they're mad as well? Because at that time as well, there wasn't this long. That, that, obviously, I don't really follow Lord of the Mics like I used to a few years ago. So, but I remember back in the day. I know, yeah. Back in the day, though, they were very sort of together. There was only like, not even probably a year between them. Whereas now, the, the last Lord of the Max was probably, was it this year, last year? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, the I've, I've, I've got no idea. I haven't even listened to it. I don't know. Yeah. I think Lord of the Max 1, there was, a, no, there was still a gap, you know. Lord of the Max 1 would have been, might have been 2004, I think. Mm, might have been a bit later. I think it was later. Lord of the Max. Might have been 2005. Yeah, Lord yeah. of the Mics 2, the one with Skepta and Devilman. That was 2006, I think. Seven. It was seven. Was it seven? I think it might have been seven. I might be wrong, but I'm just trying to piece where I was. I was, when that second Lord of the Mics, I was in sixth form. Mm. So I think that would have been, two, it, was, it was definitely 2006 or 2007. Mm. Yeah, it was around then anyway. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was. I think that's. I think the second Lord of the Mics is my favorite one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the is that the one as well with um, Bashi and Demon. I'm sure they're on there on that one. Deep Demon stressing. Yeah, Bashi puts him to bed, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was. A, there's that some was mad clashes on one. There's some mad clashes yeah. on that one. Scorcher nasty. Scorcher big yeah, nasty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that, that, the crashes on that one were, were, were sick. Man. Yeah, that was actually, I think you're right. I think that was the best one out of all of them. Um, you know, it's a mad one. This is a like, who do you think won that clash out of Skeptic and Devilman? 
because you know what's mad, yeah? And that's the... And when we talk about it, the, um, when we do the Grime episode, I'll, I'll talk about mm. it in way more depth here, but I think the thing that was bad about me back then, yeah, was... Was you biased? Was, yeah, I was biased, but also... I was biased to what I liked as well, not just area-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I treated Grime like it was football, like I supported, like... <laughs> like, it was weird. I, I don't nah, know what you mean. I know what you mean. Bro, there's certain men that I didn't like until... You know Getz, yeah? I didn't like... <laughs> I didn't like Getz at the start, you know? Yeah. I didn't like... Because he was, he was always clashing people that I liked. Yeah, yeah. So I always kind of... It's weird. I saw him as the enemy. I didn't like him because yeah, I yeah. was like, "Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in another when we do the other one." I'll talk about mm. that in way more depth in it. But I, yeah. do you know what? I, I I think I think I think Skepta would have won the clash, you know. But you know what? If he didn't repeat the bar, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I, that's I, the only I, thing. That stopped him from winning it because I think it's the second round. So yeah, it's the start of the second round. I think Skepta finishes him because you know why he he repeated because he was under mad pressure. Yeah, of course, of course. He, of course. he was he was he, he was under mad pressure. Of course, but I I rate that as well because the thing what I've always liked about Skepta, yeah, when he, any of the beefs he's had, like he he doesn't let them. He takes them on. He's, oh, yeah, he's the only person I can think of, like Wiley, yeah? And get, Getz is the same kind of to an extent back then. But Skepta just, anyone called his name, he was on them, innit? He was there, of course. Like, I remember, like, the the Jokimundo beef. Mm. And his clash with Jokimundo. Them days, mad. Yeah, yeah, But when yeah, we yeah. do the crime, we'll do Because I need we'll to... We'll do it properly. No, we'll do, we'll do it properly. We'll do that, properly but... that, that is very... There's a lot yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think I think that clash was was good as well because it introduced a bit more than just London. That yeah. was again another introduction from an outer city, out of Londoner coming in. I probably go as far as say he's probably the first out of Londoner to go onto Lord of the Mics at that point as well. Yeah, potentially, and he kind of opened another door. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause not, I remember growing up and no one, like there was never ever artists from Birmingham. Like we had our own grime thing going on in Birmingham, but it was never like, you'd never hear like someone from Power Hill, the crew there, or, or like, even Devil Man's crew, Vortex on them, man. You'd never hear them with anyone in London. And that yeah. for me, that was cold when I saw someone that, like you said a bit, like you could relate to people from South. Like yeah. I, I used to walk down the street and see Devil Man. So then to see him on Lord of the Max was like, bro, that's, that's a big yeah. thing. Mm. I think another, if we're, because obviously we're going to do an episode about all that stuff anyway, but mm. I think another major part, not, not even skating over it, but like the, another album, yeah, that I religiously um, listened to, up until this point, I think I was listening to great, I was listening to um, dance school, reggae and bashment, but just because it was in the house, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. I think, this is when I started listening to it just like of my own accord, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I remember it was, that, it was his first album. I think it was in 2003 or 2004. Because we were talking about this not so long ago. We were talking yeah, about vibes. Right. I can't remember why, but we were talking yeah, about yeah. it. Fucking that idiot clash, isn't it, man? That <laughs> madness, disrespect was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I was, uh, it was that was it, yeah. I can't, what was the album called? Is that it more true. to the time? 
Is that oh, yeah, from 2003? Up to the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that album, yeah. And then yeah. that's when I started to listen to him properly. Yeah, and 2004. Like, hear him and think, bro, like, yeah, like, he's actually, he's on a lot. Do you know what it was with Cartel, yeah? Because I think it's the same as the American rap music, innit? It was very gangster, innit? Yeah, so obviously, yeah, yeah. I just, kind of a yeah, yeah. I always like because he's he's saying it like like the way we talk, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, <laughs> but then what was sick about him was he'd do all of that. Then the way he used to talk about Gallia, yeah, he's oh different, my God. different Listen, level. Yes, like <laughs> a lot of that because a lot of that gangster stuff was just a whole album of gangster stuff. Was mm. Cartel's gangster? Then then he's talking about sh- shoving it in a gallon like. In the next bar, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it's, all, it's all mashup to into one. Yeah, yeah, mashup merging. <laughs> I think yeah. From then on, I've just I've always been on cartel, man. On, on the cartel vibe. And, um, yeah, he's sick, man. Like mm. he's one of my favorite artists of all time. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. And um, like he's just, he's one of the only other artists I can think of as well that's just gone like that. The yeah, whole of course. Of it's like that. Of course, of course. And even then, well, like, we're talking about clashing, yeah? As we know, clashing comes from our culture, innit? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, There ain't none of this Lord of the Mites or none of this stuff without Sting. Stings, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Ninja Man against Merciless. Yeah. And even I said this to you before, yeah? When Get Stress is in that, like, black, the tactical... <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that's from... That's Merciless. If you go yeah, yeah, watch yeah. that clash, yeah, Ninja Man's... <laughs> Yeah, Ninja Man, no, no. Merciless is on the stage and he's dressed like he's from the mm. Matrix, long but black jacket, tapped to <laughs> black black boots, yeah. and, and even then, what I like to you see the sting clashes, yeah, all the old school ones, they used to come ready for war, yeah, but they had their outfits on, like you yeah, see, like yeah. like our clashes like that we know here. They didn't take. They didn't even think of it on that level. Like, oh, oh, yeah, no, no, no. need to have the boots. The clocks have no, to match no, the trousers no, and the jacket no, have to no, match. No, 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 no. They were on none of that. And like, they like in, in yard, they take that serious, isn't it? Oh, like even in, in the man wears these mad outfits, or he's wearing an army outfit, or like he's wearing like a cow. He's dressed like a cowboy. And he's got the cowboy hat on the boots. Yeah, and serious, like, don't it? Serious. The pattern thing was mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, man. But we're just different. We're in a we're a whole different stratosphere. I still think we. I think again. I think that was. It's a shame that it kind of. As much as it was good to grow up around the early Lord of the Mics and that kind of thing, it would have been sick to see how further that kind of clashing element would have. Because I like you know what I'm like. I love a good clash. I, I love clashes. I love when man is sending for each other like the chip and the bugsy thing. I loved all that. That was that's me. But I think. A live clash, you can't really beat that. No, and that's why Sting was sick. That's why I said yeah, Sting yeah. because Sting's like you're on the stage, and like you've got to be on it. Like there's yeah, thousands yeah. of people there. Like you've got you got to deliver right now. Do you know what I mean? You can't choke. Yeah, yeah. You think a dog? You're not recording a dog. <laughs> you're there in it, and you, you're like if you don't say one, something, one now, you're yeah. But there is we we did we do we did have a lot of that, but again it's it's hard now because it's hard to find all this stuff. Like, because mm. Frisco's got ones where he's Clash Wiley, then you've got you got mm. Wiley against Dumb, um, Dirty Dungst. Yeah, you've got cool. um, you got Gets and Wiley Gets v Wiley in in a rave. I can't remember what rave it was. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Gets on the radio. You've got Gets Against... Um, oh, Temper T. Temper T. Yeah, the Westwood um, one. Mm. you got you got Griminal against Chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about... We'll talk about all this that. Is, this is... Yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll skim over it for now, but I'm telling you, yeah, that, that episode is going to be mad. That is going to be yeah, a mad um, episode. I think... Yeah, man. Like I think the, with Cartel and then Beady Man, Elephant Man as well. Mm. Uh, loved all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah, my yeah. when my come around, Bounty Killer as well before that. Yeah, man. But Cartel, I think Cartel and Mavado and their war as well. Mm. That was madness. But yeah, man. Yeah, no. I think we had some. I think around that time as well. We've been blessed. Yeah, because we, we grew up listening to it and then they were still around as we were old enough to understand the music a bit more. It was just, this it was so cool. This is why, when they were doing that Eda Clash, that's why I was getting vexed because it's like, there's, there's old school stuff here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cold. Yeah. And then, but the thing, this is what I was saying, Cartel's been, he was strong for about 20 years. Yeah, but yeah, because you know he was around. I'm sure his his uh, his first music was around before we were. Yeah, I think probably just I was a few years old. Yes, bro. Listen, you know name any of them artists. That's how it went with all of them. Beanie Man, I think, cut his first dub plate on a record. I think he was at 13 or 14. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't it. Mad, mad. We were. I wasn't even born when Beanie started his career. Mad. When these when these people want to do these clashes and yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they've got who is he crashing again Whiskid. yeah it was long but you know what that was a setup thing that was going to be one winner from before the clash even started I noticed about a lot of their clashes like that because I listened to um, Skep- was it Skeptron Gigs did they do a Skeptron Gigs one yeah but that was cold they, no, they, it was cold that- it was cold but you could see it was a setup thing already oh well we haven't even spoke about UK rap We'll get on to that. That's these these are gonna need separate episodes because I just yeah, I think I think for UK rap we need a separate one because I've not even literally touched on touched that. Touched on once it. No, no, no. It's there's too much. And you know what's called about UK rap as well? There's that much history that people probably don't really know how far it goes yeah. back. Yeah, it's like what I love here with UK rap here and with the garage and grime, they were like I'll tell you what it's like here in, a, in an analogy. You know when you're watching a show, yeah? Mm. And then there's two different characters. Mm. Like, and it's from their points of view. They're living their lives in the same time, but it's parallel, yeah? Mm. And then it just comes and it like, comes together. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what that was like, because there's so much UK rap that was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no one was talking about. And then there was so much grime that was going on that no one really mm. cared about either. They didn't like them and they didn't like that. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And they just collided together. Yeah, they kind of merged together and like fused into different genres now. But back then, mm. yeah, you never, you never get like. Um, I don't want to use Kano as an example. You can get a Kano, and what uh, DP? Yeah, like do you know what I mean. You wouldn't really get that growing up, but um, you probably would. That's why I didn't want to use Kano because Kano probably would do that. Do yeah, because I mean? even the thing with Kano, what was sick about him, yeah was even though he come up through Graham, he's he didn't really stick to Graham. No, not he, at all. He, 
he always went out the box and pushed it and, and was yeah. sliding different tempos from the start. Do you know what's different about him as well? He, sorry to cut you off, but he was one of the first artists I remember that didn't just have bars on his songs. Like he would write, you can tell that Kano used to actually write songs. Yeah. Not not just was like pick it? out a buzz. Yeah. 